We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, let's go out to the uh, fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years and Welcome in a guy who's been a regular on our show, and we always love talking football with him. I'm talking about Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Quarterback? No, you weren't a quarterback, were you? You won a Super Bowl as a coach, Brian Billick. Hey, Brian, good morning. How are you? Good morning to you. Where did, What did you play when you played football? Oh, boy, you're going way back now. I did play quarterback and, and uh, free safety in high school and then uh, tight end in college. But, yeah, it's been a long, long time since I was doing any quarterbacking. Yeah, well, there's a lot of good ones around now, and I'm going to get your thoughts on that. Also going to talk to you about what you're doing with signal relief here. But, obviously, uh, the Steelers' disappointing finish to the season, the loss in Buffalo, a lot of uh, speculation about Mike Tomlin's future here. 17 years, I guess he told the team he's going into – coming back for the 18th year next year. Your thoughts on what you saw from the Steelers in Buffalo? Well, I think they, in Buffalo, obviously, they ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw. You know, they played competitive, fought back under really tough circumstances, and then it just kind of got away from them. Uh, Josh Allen, who's spectacular, uh, really kind of got them going in that second half. So, you know, I think the Steelers can be proud of what they fought through to get to the playoffs. Obviously, it was a tough stop. Uh, in the playoffs against a very good football team. Uh, but they, you know, they they showed some fight, particularly in the last three games, to get themselves into the playoffs. Brian, this is seven years without a playoff win here, and that's the longest dry spell since uh, you talk about going way back since before Chuck Knoll got here and then Chuck's first couple years. Seven years. I, I, I'm, how do you look at the job Mike Tomlin has done? And I, I know you mentioned to us a couple of weeks ago about Brian, uh, Bill Walsh always saying maybe 10 years is enough for a coach. He's looking at 18 now. Yeah, and that's, yeah, obviously he is, he's gone past that uh, uh, in, in a great deal. And, and what Bill was alluding to was just the standard, um, you know, Bill Parcells kind of the same mentality that after a while you just need to, the message maybe can get stale. Stale. Uh, obviously, that's not the case with Mike Tomlin. He's been outstanding. Um, you know, really the decision for him, because the Steelers are notably one of the few teams that really stick by their coach. They did with Bill Cower when he had that, uh, that stretch of uh, uh, non-playoffs and, and, and really not playing well, uh, and then came out of it with a Super Bowl appearance. So, uh, uh, you know, kudos to the Steelers for doing that. And I think it was a matter of uh, Coach Tomlin – you know, really decide. Sometimes a change of venue is not bad. Sometimes you just need a change, uh, but that doesn't mean it's the right thing. And and certainly Pittsburgh, he could have, they could have made a change, and and they would have gotten another coach. They wouldn't have gotten a better coach, but they would have got another coach. So uh, I, I'm I'm happy to see Coach Tomlin say there and see if they can kind of repiece some of those. It's not like they have a long way to go to kind of make this thing right. Well, do they, Brian? Do they have a quarterback? That's the big issue here. Well, that's you, you. You can ask that of half the league. I mean, you're you're one of two types of teams in this league. You either have a quarterback or you don't. And if you don't, you better be in the process of finding one. 
they certainly have some options, and, and they would know better than anybody whether they think the future of a Kenny Pickett uh, or a Mason Rudolph is the way to go. Obviously, both have shown some signs, uh, or whether they need to get into the market and find, uh, whether it's the draft or free agency, um, you know, you got to be careful. You don't want to be that team that thinks you're just that one player away because very, you know, very often you're not. And there's certainly more to it. They need to obviously enhance the running game, maybe retool the offensive line a little bit. Uh, you know, there's any number of ways to, to address it. But, yeah, that's job one. They, they've got to decide whether Pickett and or Rudolph are the answer. And if not, how do we go about getting somebody in here? Nobody knows quarterbacks better than you. Uh, uh, you've, you've had some great ones and some great offenses. What did you think of Pickett this year, and what did you think of Mason Rudolph? Well, I expected more of Pickett coming in, you know, just because uh, I think he was finishing well. Uh, and, and I thought I was excited to see how he was going to, uh, how he was going to finish. Um, you know, Bill Walsh is a firm believer, was a firm believer, that, that by about the 24th, 25th, 26th start, you know, either he's a guy or he's not. Could happen quicker, but it very rarely happens after that. Uh, Kenny Pickett's had what twenty five starts. Yes, and 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 uh, you look at thirteen touchdowns, thirteen interceptions, little above sixty percent. I, I think there's some legitimate question as to whether to think all of a sudden now he's going to get better going forward. Um, I, I think that's a fair question. How about Mason, what you saw him the last four games? He didn't take a snap last year, Brian, the entire year, and then he didn't take a snap for the first 13 games this year. I think Tomlin turned to him just because he had nobody else to go to. Yeah, and, and you have to ask, and again, no one's going to know better than, than uh, the, the Steelers as to whether this guy is a player or not. Um, and there's a reason they didn't go to him immediately, and they went with Trubisky. You know, the, the, the obviously, whatever that observation is, certainly off the last four games, notwithstanding the Buffalo game, you know, the, some impressive numbers. He was better than 70% completion. He had three touchdowns to no interceptions, um, which is a positive. But, but there again now, you've got he's had all of 21 starts, all but sporadic. Uh, so you have enough information, and, and you kind of use the blink principle. You, you, you blink and go, okay, yeah, I think he's the guy. Or if you're, if there's a hesitation and then asking them, do you, could, could Mason Rudolph be the guy? If there's a hesitation, then, then you have your answer. Uh, and, and maybe you need to go someplace else. Yeah. Mason's a free agent. Do you, I, I mean, w will there be any demand for him on the market? I don't know if he's going to go anywhere as a starter, uh, but he came back here last year. We kind of thought a little bit with his tail between his legs because he didn't get a snap the year before. What kind of, did he impress anybody you think in these four games that he's played? I think he's impressed people enough to say, yeah, this guy this guy looks like he's got some potential to play in the league. I don't think anybody's going to come given stupid starter money or anything like that, but I, he'll he'll have an opportunity with somebody. We're talking to Brian Billick here, Super Bowl winning uh, coach with the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Brian, the other big story in the NFL is uh, the, the Cowboys are going to keep Mike McCarthy. There was a lot of speculation about that. I kind of thought Belichick might end up down there. Your thoughts on McCarthy coming back? Uh, I applaud Jerry Jones for staying the course. Mike McCarthy, I think, did a good job. Obviously, it wasn't a great game uh, uh, against Green Bay and, and a spectacular performance by Jordan Love. 
but this is a team that, that is a good football team. It found its way in the playoffs. Yes, the expectations are higher. Uh, but there again, I don't know that changing coaches would have made any real difference. I'm not sure Bill Belichick and, and Jerry Jones are a good fit. We kind of saw this movie before when, <laughs> when uh, Parcells was there, and it didn't really particularly work out. So um, in terms of lack of other options and, and let Mike continue on and see if he can build on what they've done, which was really a pretty good season, and, and build from there, I, I applaud Jerry Jones for, for making that move. Uh, all right, where does Belichick end up? I see he's, they're saying he's getting another interview with Atlanta. Uh, it's kind of curious to me that he's going through two interviews. That I, I have to think he knows he has the job. Maybe he doesn't. What do you think? Well, typically that's the M.O. You know, a guy like Bill Belichick, it's it's not like he doesn't have a resume. You know, it's, it's, it's okay, you want to see my resume? Here's a picture of my six Super Bowl trophies, okay? <laughs> Nobody, uh, no other coach can show that picture, can they? Yeah, and, uh, and and Atlanta, you know, it could be a good fit. I, I If Bill Belichick's, what, 72 years old, going to a place that does not have a quarterback would be of concern. You know, that's when you talk about what are the most attractive jobs, um, it, it, you know, you, whether it's it's Herbert in, in with the Chargers or, you know, obviously job one is to find a quarterback in Atlanta. Uh, and, and he will have, you know, and, and it's probably coveted because he will have full say in Atlanta. You know, he will be the guy, and then I'm sure that's what he's looking for. Uh, but did that work out for him in New England? I think he's a heck of a coach. I'm not sure about the GM part of the job, though. And, and Brian, I don't know what you think. I, th- those jobs are too big for one guy to do both. Do you agree? They tend to, particularly if he's coming into a new organization. And and you got And he's obviously done a good job for over a long period of time with the president, you know, with, with documented success. Um but I agree. I agree. It depends on the staff you put together. And like I said, I always say it's the 3 a.m. rule. You know, we all, I'm in an age, you know, everybody, you wake up at 3 a.m. and you do what you have to do. What are you thinking about? If you're thinking about personnel, uh, then, then you're, the, you're the GM. Well, who's thinking about your team and the roster and the schedule uh, and, and what you're going to run on this offense or defense? So, um, yeah, it, it is a big job for one guy. It's a matter of what kind of staff can he put around him to fill in and around him to do those other things. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Brian, uh, we, we got. I'm going to get your thoughts on these playoff games coming up here this weekend. But the young quarterbacks, it just seems like what a transition here. Jordan Love has been sensational in Green Bay. And how about C.J. Stroud in Houston? Who are the best of these young quarterbacks in your mind? Well, you're the, I, I don't know who's the best. As Ozzie Newsom used to say, they kind of live all in the same cul-de-sac. <laughs> I mean, you've got great, whether it's Josh Allen, whether it's obviously Patrick Mahomes. C.J. Stroud has been brilliant. Jordan Love was spectacular on the road uh, against Dallas, making throws down the field. I mean, it, that, that was special. So, yeah, we, we're, we're deep in great young quarterback play. Obviously, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. So, uh and and Brock Purdy even I think you know is in that category. I really think he's special as a quarterback. 
with the 49ers. So, uh, yeah, there are a lot of great young quarterbacks in the league right now. And that's and that's what it's about for, to me is, you know, obviously the, we're going to talk about the Chiefs and Bills and Mahomes and Allen kind of remind people of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. But quarterbacks sell this league, don't they? Oh, absolutely. And that's the challenge for Pittsburgh because they're looking up in a division where they got Lamar Jackson, Baltimore, and Joe Burrow uh, in Cincinnati. Uh, and I still think Deshaun Watson's going to be pretty good in Cleveland. So, yeah, that, that's, that, that's the difficulty uh, in being in the NFC uh, North is that you're staring up at some pretty good quarterbacks. So you've you got to get that part of the equation figured out if you're Pittsburgh. All right, Brian Billick, uh, let's look at these games real quickly. I know you're real familiar with Baltimore. They started off – Saturday afternoon at home against Houston. They haven't played. I mean, Lamar hasn't played in three weeks because he sat out that last week. Do you worry about any kind of a slow start with them? No, I think he'll come out and he can always pull it down and take off with it if it gets a little dicey. Uh, The Ravens, you know, clearly they're the favorite to to go to the Super Bowl. They're they're the most complete team in the AFC. But they're going to be challenged by C.J. Stroud in the next two weeks. I mean, they're going to see some good quarterbacks. C.J. Stroud this week and either Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen next week. So it's, it's going to be a challenge for them. Baltimore's won six of the last seven, and man, and I guess uh, the tight end, Andrews, looks like he might come back this week. i got to think that would be a big lift too, wouldn't it? Huge plus to get him back. All right, the second game Saturday, Green Bay and the 49ers. Uh, we talked about Jordan Love being sensational. You know, it's almost a perfect passer rating against Dallas last week, but how do you stop that 49ers offense? Yeah, that's going to be the challenge. They're, they're so balanced offensively. They're solid on defense. They could put pressure on Jordan Love with just a four-man rush. That's going to be the challenge is for him to be able to then complete those passes into the zone defense further down. Uh, obviously, he went on the road and did a great job against uh, Dallas. Uh, we'll see if he can follow it up. But I think the 49ers, uh, like Baltimore, they're clearly the most complete team in the NFC. And I think that's going to be a cut, tough out for the Packers. Man, uh, that that offense of those weapons with Purdy and Samuel and Ayuk and Kittle and McCaffrey, my goodness, they got stars at every position, don't they? Yeah, and it's that balance. They can hit you so many different ways. I mean, defensively, you can take away anything you want. You really can. The question becomes, at what cost? You can take your Christian McCaffrey out of the game and then not get anything running. But then Debo Samuel and Kittle are going to kill you down the field. You can stop their down-the-field passing, but then uh, McCaffrey and that line are going to run it right down your throat. So they have an answer for whatever you want to do defensively. All right, the two Sunday games, Tampa and Detroit. Detroit's one of the fun stories. Obviously, they're going to try to win a, two playoff games in the first year since 1957. Brian, I don't know if you see what the average ticket price is up there in Detroit this year. Almost 1200 bucks. The Lions are a revelation, aren't they? How great is that? You it know, is great. So long, the, the Detroit's kind of been the black hole of the NFL. You just go in, and no one ever sees you again. But Dan Campbell's done a great job. They believe in themselves. Uh, Tampa Bay is a good, solid team. Obviously, Baker Mayfield is very capable. But going into what I think will be an electric atmosphere, Jared Goff playing very efficient. I think the Lions are going to be pretty good at home. They uh, it, May- Mayfield's been great this year too. There's no doubt. But golf, I don't think golf has gotten nearly enough credit as he deserves. All right, the last game I think is the best one. KC Buffalo. We talked about Mahomes and Josh Allen. It really is Manning against Brady, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Two great young quarterbacks uh, that that are very very dynamic, are capable of throwing the team on their back if need be. 
I think the Chiefs, uh, the thing I worry about in this game is the Bills' defense. I think the Chiefs have the ability with Pacheco to run the ball. I think the Chiefs' defense is very athletic and will challenge uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen obviously can be spectacular. They're at home. They're, again, going to be a magical uh, atmosphere uh, up in Buffalo. Uh, But I think that Buffalo Bills' defense, they're going to have to step up and play a little bit better than they've played over, uh, you know, they, they played better in the latter part of the season. First part of the season was a little sketchy. But uh, I think they're going to be challenged by the running game of the Chiefs that then sets up those big plays by Mahomes down the field. You know, this is Mahomes' first road playoff game. Isn't that unbelievable when you think about it, how good they've been and how good the Chiefs have been? Yeah, and exactly right. And, you know, this year, the, one, the biggest difference is they haven't been quite as explosive. I don't think it's that big a deal, him going on the road. He, I mean, he's been on the road and won big games before. Uh, but the fact that it's in the playoffs and, and Buffalo's going to be cranked up, uh, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a great game. Brian, I appreciate your time, and I want to ask you about Signal Relief, uh, the work you're doing with them. What is that all about? Yeah, it's a special product. It really is. You know, I've worked with thousands of athletes over the years, of, you know, of trying to stay on the field and working through those prohibitive aches and pains that you have in the NFL. And every doctor, orthopedic surgeon, physical therapist I've ever worked with at some point uses that uh, the, the, the term motion is lotion. Well, signal relief is just the thing to help you put that lotion into that motion. That's where the real rehab comes with your joints, dealing with the pain. Uh, this is not an ointment. It's not an icy hot. It's not a TENS unit. It's a reusable patch that you put where you need it. If I'm 18 holes on the golf course, it's going on my lower back. If I get out of the pool, it's my shoulder or my upper back. Uh, it's an amazing product. Helps you work through that kind of injury. It's 100% guaranteed, reusable. Uh, folks need to go to signalrelief.com. Uh, put in promo code COACH and get 20% back. You need to check this out to deal with that prohibitive aches and pains that we all have to deal with. You know, Brian, I'm not an athlete. I was a long time ago. I'm about your age. I got all kind of aches and pains. You know that? We'll make a bodysuit out of signal relief for you. (laughs) Brian, I appreciate your time, man. We'll look forward to doing this again, okay, real soon. Thank you. All righty. All right, Brian Billick, old coach of the Baltimore Ravens. Yep, yep. He wasn't real popular in Pittsburgh when he was back there. Speaking of another coach coming up that may be not real popular in Pittsburgh with everybody, Mike Tomlin News Conference, dead ahead here. Before we get to that, I want to tell you you can join Doug Whaley and 93.7 The Fan at Ala Familia's Blue Pearl Cigar Lounge as we host a great night of cigars, fun, and football talk. It's Monday, January 29th from 6 to 8. You can get dinner, a cigar, a drink with your specially priced ticket, just $93.70 plus tax and gratuity. Only 25 are available for this exclusive event. Call the restaurant and join Doug and 93.7 The Fan at Ala Familia's Blue Pearl Cigar Lounge, 412-488-1440. Also want to tell you about uh, how vacations are a great way to start at the Pittsburgh Travel Showcase presented by AAA Travel. That's January 19th through the 21st at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Exclusive discounts, convenient, one-stop shopping. Tickets at pittsburghtravelshowcase.com where your adventure is waiting for you. And one more, the 50-minute mark on the fan, brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Route 19 in Peters Township. They are celebrating 50 years 
in the South Hills. All right, when we come back, we'll get you set for the Mike Tomlin press conference. It should be a good one. It should be a doozy. It should be newsy. Coming up next here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.